0: Hey everyone, I would like to thank all of you for joining me today as we take this journey through the strange paradiso. It is Sunday afternoon. I just came back from the market and from doing some shopping and picking up some items. And I just want to say that today has um, been a rather strange day. Now it didn't start off that way. All right, Because I went earlier, I went to the coffee shop and then um, I went to the market with my husband to pick up a few items and um, everything was fine. And at this particular store, they don't have all of the items that I like to buy. So I knew that later on I was going to have to go to another store. So while I was going to the market number two, I stopped by at this other store to pick up some little, um, I don't know what you call them, little nondescript items, uh, polish remover, stuff like that, okay? But the behaviors of the people in, first of all, the little retail establishment I went to, to go and pick up the polish remover and some alcohol and things like that, was bizarre to say the least, but I can't put my finger on exactly how to um, explain what I'm talking about, except for that it was almost as if people were walking in kind of like a daze, like they just weren't all together or something. They, uh, the majority of people who I passed by in the aisles and things like this just seemed to have this blank type of stare and their eyes were just kind of vacant. I make eye contact with many people because um, I usually acknowledge people. I talk to to everyone and they were just kind of like staring vacantly so anyways I just figured well it's Sunday who knows maybe these people had too much to drink last night whatever all right I'm not going to worry about it so I went to market number two and once again I encountered the same thing it's almost like I felt like I was one of the only people in market number two who were fully awake everybody else was just kind of like shuffling along And, um, even when I got to the checkout to pay for my things, they just, I mean, it's almost like I had to do their job for them in a way, because one guy, the courtesy clerk, he was putting items in the bag and then he just walked away and left. So the checker guy puts my other things in another bag and then hands them to me and says okay have a nice day but in the meantime there are still items in the bag that the courtesy clerk was uh putting in okay and so I'm just like oh my gosh I can't believe this so I had to go and get the other bags from that little bag holder thing okay like I'm at the market. I'm not at Walmart. I know at Walmart, you know, they turn the little thing around and you get your bags. No, I was at the market. So I'm just thinking, okay, it's kind of bizarre, but um, not in a very garish or outlandish way. It's just as if people are kind of vacant, kind of in a daze or something like that. So I decided that I'm not going to go anywhere else today to go shop for anything else. I'm uh, just going to go home and do whatever, you know, I I need to do. It's like, okay, i got a little bit of time. I'm going to come on, do an episode and um, then go and do my workout, whatever. But I'm not going out there anymore today. I don't know what to attribute it to. Maybe there are some kind of um, solar flares, maybe it's space weather. I don't know. But whatever it is, it's not affecting me. But I do notice the behavior of others. I work with people on a daily basis, I work with the public, and I can tell when something is off kilter. Today is one of those days, all right? And sometimes um, I notice that if you are exposed to this type of thing, I don't know what to call it, this type of phenomenon, for too long, it will actually start seeping in okay, like me, if I'm just out there, maybe and prolong it and go shopping and continue on out in public, it will somehow start seeping in, and I will realize that now I'm starting to behave a little differently because I can feel it. I can tell when I'm driving differently, like okay, I'm my driving is really sucking today, and things like that. I'm aware of it. So I don't know how this happens, guys, but I just know that it does. At least it happens to me. If I'm exposed to it too much, I will start um, noticing my own behavior, my own driving ability and things like this. So um, I just wanted to share that with you before we get started, okay? Maybe some of you have noticed the same type of thing today, Maybe it even started yesterday. I was at work yesterday, so I did not feel or see anything but today. And the other thing is that, like I said, it didn't start off that way. It didn't happen this morning. It seems to have maybe begun later as we got closer to 12 noon. So, I mean, I I have no explanation for it except for that um I really really did notice this and um okay so anyways uh let's get going now this thing that I want to share with you is something that I heard and um I actually heard this a couple of days ago okay so I cannot take credit in any way for this story and I believe that I started because it sounded a little familiar at the beginning so I I believe that I started to Hear this very same same story a couple of months ago, and it just didn't seem interesting to me for whatever reason, so I just um put it like on hold, okay, but a couple of days ago, for whatever reason, I guess I was too lazy to change the to change the channel, okay per se, so I just went ahead and listened to this now it's a good thing I did also because I'm pretty sure that more Things like this have happened and probably will continue to happen, all right? So the story is now this man, he is a um, very stable person, had a very lucrative and very uh, scientific, okay, career, and so he retired from his primary job. So he must have been, I guess, maybe at his retirement about uh, mid-50s, something like that. So he's too young to just not do anything, and uh, he found himself to be kind of bored. He decided that he was going to go work at this place. I guess it was almost like a customer service type of place, but... um, It was like a hands-on, okay? So if people needed something to be repaired, he would actually go there and do these repairs. So someone called in to this workplace. It was a corporation that he was working for and said that they needed a repairman because there was something wrong in their house. But there was a stipulation that this repairman get there at exactly 5 p.m. Not 4.55, not 5.05, but exactly at 5 p.m. So he really doesn't want to do it, but he figures, well, I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know, it was on a weekend, and he went ahead and picked it up and said, okay, I will go out there and do this because uh, he had barely started at this job, and he just wanted to, like be a team player, okay? So he finds the place, and I'm not sure how long ago this happened either. I'm thinking so many years ago, all right? But anyhow, he finds the house, and he goes and parks, and he's sitting out there for a few minutes because he wants to go walk up on that porch at like 5.59, I mean, my bad, 4.59, and um that way he can be there, knock on the door at exactly five p m and he doesn't know why this person is uh has these stipulations, okay, but it's like, okay, whatever the person wants so he he's watching his he's looking at his watch, so at like four fifty nine and 45 seconds, he starts knocking on the door. Now, all he can hear are like what seem to be shouts coming from inside this house. And it's a woman and she's shouting and she's saying to get out. So he's thinking, okay, you know, um, I hope she's not talking to me. I'm not even in. So the door is ajar, okay, the front door. So he knocks again, he rings the bell, Now it's five and he's like, well, maybe I should just go ahead and take a step in, poke my head in. So he does just that because he doesn't want to be late. He wants to be right on time as the customer requested. So he just kind of like pokes his head in, takes a step in. And when he does, he notices that there are some men in this room that's like adjacent to the the living room. He can see in through this doorway. So, then he sees the woman. And this woman is saying, get out. Now, she's shouting. And as she says this, she makes eye contact with this guy, okay, who's telling the story. She makes eye contact with him and points at him. So, he's just like, Okay, I guess he's talking to me, F this. So he closes the door, runs off the porch, goes and gets into his van, drives off, and he gets in touch with dispatch and tells them, okay, I don't know what's happening here, but please don't send me out there again. And um, I think that there's something happening in there I may have walked into, but that woman was shouting at me and told me to get out. So anyways that was the experience okay so the story goes that later on that that evening he goes home you know he takes a shower he's going to eat his dinner and he sees something out of the corner of his eye seem to run through the hallway and he has never seen anything in there before. So he gets up, he's thinking, oh man, I got critters in here. And he goes and looks around, but there's nothing there, okay? So after that experience, things just began to escalate. Now there is so much full-blown activity in his house. And uh, he's not sleeping at night. He doesn't know what to do. So finally, okay, he gets in touch with a paranormal group who come out and actually, um, get EVP of these recordings that sound like this unknown language. It sounds like it's a growl. It's like something is speaking in this growl of a voice, but no one knows what it's saying. It's an unknown type of language. So, um, The resident of the house has also seen apparitions of a big, tall shadow that uh, is like standing over him when he is in bed. He wakes up and he sees this thing and it just gets so close to his face, then it vanishes. I mean, he's having all of this activity going on. The paranormal group who went out there to investigate told him, you need to get out of here. You need to leave. That's all we can tell you. So um, he's just like, okay. You know, he tells him, okay. But he's like, no. He's he's saying to himself, I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm not leaving this place. So he even invites a family member over, talks to a family member. Family member tells him, yeah, you need to get out of this house. He says, nope, I'm not leaving. All right, this person will not leave this house. So finally, I mean, he doesn't know what to do, really. So he contacts a friend of his. The friend actually takes some EVP. I mean, not EVP. They're speaking on the phone together. And then there comes this growl. So the friend who he's speaking to on the phone records it over the phone they're having this phone conversation and the friend is able to record this sound and then he plays it back during the same conversation so anyways it's of course what we all know happened all right so this is the part i mean Okay, he's having this activity. We can pretty much know where this came from, you know, by now. Even during the first couple of minutes of hearing his uh, experience in the house. And then his experience that night in his house. We already knew, right guys, what happened. So... What they are saying is he walked in and this woman was doing an exorcism. So, okay, my thing is not so much the story of his, you know, the activity that's taking place. Even though, okay, we all know that this is something that is... Um, I mean, it's intense. Nobody wants to be in that type of predicament and so on. But the thing that really gets me is that that person, that woman did that on purpose. She purposely wanted someone to go there at that precise time so that she could do this so that she could. I'm going to use the word infect, okay? So that she could infect this unknowing individual with her, like, I'm going to say exorcism, but uh, she is not an exorcist, okay? But though, so that she could infect this individual. With whatever spirit she was casting out. Now, the reason that I'm saying that she is not an exorcist is because a real exorcist would not do that. She intentionally harmed an innocent person. And now, when I say innocent, I don't mean that this person is uh, just pure as snow, okay? I'm not saying that, but this person was not taking part in her ritual. This person did not know what was happening. He was just going there to do his job. So my opinion, guys, this woman who did this intentionally is not an exorcist, but she is a witch. She is a bruja. She is... Wicked and evil to do something like this. And just the fact now that she was able to steer whatever entity it was. That she was able to steer it and cast it to this unknowing, uninvolved person shows just how in touch she is with this dark side, okay? I mean, that is the part of the entire story that really got me. And, I mean, looking at this, okay, looking at this story and hearing... How this was done makes me feel that there is a hot spot in hell reserved for this woman. To do something like that is just, I mean, I don't know how a person like that looks at themselves in the mirror. I don't know how a person like that is even considered to be a person. Yes. It was just um, you know, after hearing that story, that is the part that really got me going. And um, the other thing now, okay? This individual, once again, I don't know how long ago this actually happened, but They have, um, and by they, I mean like his acquaintances, his friends, his family. They have tried to get him to sell that place or to move out of that place and uh, go live somewhere else. And his words are, I don't want to walk away from this place. I don't want to sell this place because I don't want anyone else to have to go through this. Because as far as I know, this is still going on. Also, because she threw this on him, this attachment, I don't believe is on the place. I believe it's on him. So even if he did move, may not help at all. But what kind of uh, I I can not even consider that creature who did that a person no it's a creature so yeah guys that really got me going I mean and I don't feel that this is the only time that something like this has taken place we know that there are many people out there who just don't have a conscience who are so taken over okay by darkness, they don't even think twice about doing something like that. So, I would be very, very uh, wary about certain times like, oh, I want you to be here at exactly or on a certain day or what have you. I know that there are um, people that this individual can contact who can actually um, exercise, extract what's happening to him, okay? And um, if I knew this person, if I even knew like um, how to contact this person, I would put him in touch with Bill Bean. I know we have spoken about Bill Bean in the past, but um, that's what I would do. I would send him contact information to Bill Bean. Now, that leads me to my next story. Now, this is something that is actually happening to a friend of mine. So, this person, now, um, her husband is, you know, he kind of has uh, dementia, but As far as I know, it's not like that bad, or it wasn't, okay? It wasn't that bad, but um, maybe two months ago or a couple of months ago, he became ill. He had bronchitis, and then after he started um, getting better, you know, his bronchitis subsided, and he recovered. She said that, he hasn't been the same. He hasn't been acting the same. And so we talk once a week. We have a con- our weekly conversation. And a couple weeks ago, she started telling me about how he is like so combative and he is um, verbally abusive and things like this. Well, that was a couple of weeks ago, but now it's getting worse. So my last conversation with her, she was telling me that he talks about her parents now, and he's starting to say all these mean and cruel, nasty things about her parents, who are no longer with us, okay? They have passed on, and she's like, I can't believe, like, all these things that he's saying, and these things are not even true. Then he starts on her, and he starts verbally abusing her, and She's one of these people who, she really takes it to heart, okay? It really, really hurts her feelings. And um, at the same time, she's his caregiver. So he's just um, lashing out at her, calling her names, and um, saying all of these really mean things, and I mean, using profanity against her. And so I asked her, now this is the week before our last conversation, and I asked her, so Even before I said before he became like this with dementia or or what have you, like during your married life, has he ever spoken like that? Like is that his just how he's always spoke? Has he always used profanity and things like that? And she said no. And she said, and also some of the things he says, I don't even know where he got these things from. They I mean he does not watch TV. Um, she doesn't even have TV. She watches like movies sometimes, but she doesn't even have she's like, I don't even have time to watch TV. Some of the things he says, I don't know where he gets them. And he told her one day that uh she doesn't know him and he's from the 64th dimension and all of these things like this. So that was my first like, you know, my antennas went up at that 64th dimension thing, okay. I have to tell you, I mean, I, I, and then I asked her, okay, like, I'm going to look into this, um, see what we can find out. I mean, I know about different dimensions and so on, you know, and it's, it just started getting worse from there. Okay. And then she said she looked at into it and she doesn't know she can't find anything. I mean, I know about, you know, multiple dimensions and multiverse and all this stuff. And, um, I just have to tell you guys, my antennas went up, okay? Right away with that. And like, yeah, where would he get that? Was he ever interested in things like that? Was he ever interested in quantum physics, uh, time travel, anything? And she's like, no. That's why she said, once again, I, I don't know where he's getting this stuff from. So this past week, when we had our most recent discussion, this was the worst and he's like taunting her, okay? He's saying things, even about their daughter, and just seems to be taunting her. Now, we had a little bit of a discussion a couple weeks ago about um, things like, you know, we were talking about demonology, we were talking about uh, possession, oppression, things like this, and um, I told her, I don't want to scare you, I don't want to upset you, but you know it's looking kind of um kind of demonic and i don't just throw that out there easily okay and she said i know she said i feel the same way so we had our discussion on friday our our most recent and the strangest thing is now i i had um talked about Bill Bean with her before, probably about a year ago or so. But for some reason, recently, I just, and I don't know why, it's almost like I didn't bring him up. And she said, you know, I just recently heard Bill Bean on this one show and this and that. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And I said, are, are you going to contact him about your husband? And she said, yes. Because she's feeling the same way. That it's just 100% out of character. His behavior. His language. His abuse. So, I mean, I don't know for sure, guys. But it seems, and I, I really... I'm almost hesitant, okay, to say this, but it just seems because I do know that um, when certain individuals, I'm not saying every time or every single time, you know, this happens, but um, it has been said now that even with drunkenness, okay, even when you're so drunk, when you pass a certain point, You're just kind of like giving over to being drunk, okay? So other things can have the ability to come in. Just like um, people who are stoned. I guess you get to a certain level and the same thing can happen. It's like you leave the door open so that other things can come on in. So, I mean, I know that not every houseless person out there is out there because they are addicted and uh, have sub- substance addictions and things like this. I know that not every person is out there because of that. But a lot of them are. And I, it seems to me, and I even remember this as a little girl being in L.A., that um, maybe they have gone over That imaginary line, you know, they crossed that, not imaginary, but that invisible line that we cannot see with our eyes. And that is how they now are just kind of like, they're not crazy. They're actually inhabited by other things. And how this happened, okay, perhaps, I'm not saying it's definitely how this happened with her husband but since he does suffer from this now i really don't know if it's alzheimer's or dementia and i don't know like uh the percentages or anything like that but perhaps that is what uh allowed something to come on in i know that we hear all the time and it's known that these things have to be invited in. So how is it that when people cross that invisible line, being drunk or being high, that these things can happen? Well, maybe that is a some type of form of an invitation. I mean, I really don't know. Because we were even like kicking it around. Well, you have to invite these things. You have to... Do something. And she's like, I don't know. But um his entire personality, his entire demeanor, his vocabulary, everything has changed. And not for the better. And not for good. So um she is going to contact Bill Bean sometime this week. I guess tomorrow. She'll be able to um, do that. So I... I'll know on Friday when we have our discussion what is going to happen or what has happened. And just say, for example, this was caused by his mental state. Well, would it not be able to happen again? See, those are the things that she's going to find out because she's going to have to explain, first of all, her husband's Disorder or disease, I guess, to see how this will be done and to make it once and for all. Yeah, it's uh, it's very disturbing when you think about things like this. All right, and even because in our world today, there's so much. That we don't see. There's so much negativity, you can feel it, but you can't see it. So um, I don't know, guys, but uh, things seem to be really accelerating, and we're only in January. I mean, I just me. I'm I'm one person, and I see. So much. And people tell me so much. Now, when you times that by maybe a 100 people, okay, getting all these people telling them things and even witnessing certain things and, and whatever, and times it by, I mean, look at how many people are just on the earth. Look at how many people are just in, like, Riverside County. And out of so many people, now the level and the percentage of people who are experiencing things is going up. Not even experiencing things, but with others sharing things about what they have experienced. Now, when I first met my friend who's going through all this with her husband, It was not, um, we have a common interest, but it's not this, okay? It's not paranormal. It's not um, anything to do with this type of subject. We were more looking into maybe current events, okay? Maybe more of the political current event spectrum, a little bit of maybe a theory, things like that. But not this. But somehow, these things are beginning to intersect, okay? These things are actually beginning to connect. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. The political realm. Not only in the United States. I mean, worldwide. And that goes for the monarchy as well, okay? That goes... to current events, things are starting to intersect, okay? We're coming to that four-way intersection now where everything is beginning to come together in a connection. So, um, I mean, I will try at some point to talk about this to go into this further it's really difficult because um when you start talking about things like this you have to be very um cryptic so maybe at some point this year but we we pretty much can see things happening we can see the direction many of these things are going in okay we just have to keep our eyes open not any type of fear or panic or um any type of negative feeling because we just have to be above that anyways um that's all that I've got for today guys i'm going to try to be back tomorrow okay and if i hear anything before friday about this I'm going to, um, I will definitely let you know. I won't wait until like Friday or Saturday, whatever the case may be to um, let you know what is going to happen or what has happened with my friend and her husband and things like this, okay? So um, once again, guys, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your day to join me on this walk It means so much to be able to do this, okay? To be able to share these things with you guys. And um, it's always much better when you're walking with a group, going forward as a group with like-minded people. We're all interested in different aspects. I, I know this. We all have like, you know, specialties that we're interested in more than others. So that's why I try to make it as well-rounded as I can. But these things today that I wanted to share with you, especially that first one, I mean, it's just really um, just how wicked some individuals can be. We know we're out there. We know they're out there. And so um, we just, awareness, okay? That's the key, education, awareness. A knowledge that these things exist and are being practiced. Thanks once again, guys. I know that today's a big football day. So whoever your team is, I hope your team wins. Be talking again soon. Have a great Sunday. Ciao.